This episode of Four Finger Discount is brought to you by Big Roddy's Rip and Rib Shack, Brisbane's home of delicious barbecue. Roddy's Rib Shack is one of Brisbane's favourite barbecue places. They serve up delicious food, not only ribs, but they do great burgers. They do veggie burgers, so they cater for all sorts. And you'll save 10% off your food and drinks bill with the code, it's a secret. Roddy's Ribs is also available for group bookings and functions. Head to bigroddysribs.com to find out more. Stop telling him it was me! I'll kill you for what? saying it was me! Anson, who is the meaning of this? Smithers, who is this beast that's shaking me? Before. Shut? <laughs> By you, I'm afraid not, my primitive friend. Your kind has neither the cranial capacity nor the opposable digits to operate a firearm. The one who shot me was... Ha! 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 Maggie Simpson! Four-finger discount, dude! Welcome to Four Finger Discount, here to review Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2, Episode 1 of Season 7. I am Dando. I am Mitch. This does not feel like it's a new season at all. It does not. It doesn't Bec- feel like it's a new night because it's not. It's We're not. St- <laughs> We're still here. I've still got the same empty beer bottle in front of me. Yes. But would you like a fresh one? I would. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start the recording and go get a fresh beer? Let's do that. I'll leave you to entertain the people whilst I go get you a beer. No, no, no. no. We're just... Pause. <laughs> And we're back. We are back, and Mitch is drinking the final beer in the house. Because I know you don't oh, like I cider. Didn't, I didn't know you were giving me that. Well, there's plenty of cider. I'm like, Mitch doesn't okay. like cider. No, it's not. I don't like cider. I can handle cider. Anyway, um, you know what I just realised? For patrons now, we're a week ahead, so... It does feel like the same day for them. Wait, so no, for patrons, we're not a week ahead. They're a week ahead. So for the normal listening audience, you guys are a week behind. Oh, no. We've got to hope that nothing big happens in the next week. Because I can no longer be as topical. We can maybe do like, an add-on? Like, what if... Fuck, I don't know. What if... We just can't talk about the news anymore. What if the oceans all dry up? Like, there's just... This goes to air Friday, Thursday, there's no oceans, and we're talking about who shot Mr. Burns. Well, it's more reason to want to be a $2 plus patron, because then you get access to the Facebook group where you can post relevant Mm. shit. And even... I forgot to do this on the first recording when it would have made so much more sense. Have you been watching any of the Australian Open tennis? I did. Did you say Djokovic lost last night? Yes. And I didn't realise he's like ranked 19th in the world now, 13th or something. Yeah, well, he was injured for a bit and was out for yeah, a while, so that's why. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the guy that beat him, is it Huan Chung? Yeah, yeah, he's a nobody. I think that's how to pronounce his first Not name. Not a nobody, but he's... Well, in, he was unseated, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, in, in relative terms, he's... he's apologies for the outdated references, by the way. This, yeah, this is a big hole now. <laughs> thank you for beating him and allowing me to spend the entire of today walking around the office with everybody Hun Chung tonight. Everybody, Hun Chung tonight. Did you seriously do I that? want him to. Yeah, I, if he doesn't win the Australian Open, he won't win. It will be a great crime. Well, by the time <laughs> this air, by the time this airs, it would have been over. See the way he was zipping. Around, well, well, I'm just going to say. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's dated. Congratulations to Hun Chung yeah. for his victory at the Australian <laughs> Open. <laughs> Who shot Mr. Burns? Part two. So we last week we reviewed part one. Mm-hmm. But we didn't want to get too much into part two, and we didn't want to get into the things that happened over the summer. So, no. the stuff that led up to this episode. So, things like the 1-800-COLLECT competition, mm. the Springfield's Most Wanted. Now, you were about to start and then stopped yourself prior yeah, so uh, I'll during go back last recording. into ab- my notes. About some little tidbits about what went on behind the scenes as yeah. to who knew what and who didn't. Yeah. yeah, we mentioned last week, it was Graining's idea, and Bill Oakley and uh, Josh Weinstein wanted mm-hmm. it to be Barney, but they changed it to Maggie. Uh, now, 
this is some new information here. So David Silverman was the only animator who actually knew the ending. They yeah, tried to okay. keep it as secret as possible. Very similar to most finales, like the Seinfeld yeah. finale. Yeah. Like that. Uh, am I right in thinking they've done that with Game of Thrones at various points Probably, in time? Yeah. Certainly Breaking Bad, they didn't have the script out to, to many people in the cast. If you didn't need to know it, you didn't. And even if you were in that episode, you might have only had your pages, nothing else. I'm impressed that, you know, for example, Disney's been able to keep the Star Wars secrets. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Until I record a podcast. J.J. <laughs> um, Abrams is really good at it. He doesn't let spoilers mm. get out. Like the Cloverfield is an example of that. Like there's fuck all knowledge released about that movie. Yeah. Um, I think we've spoken before that any any little thing that doesn't get out is cool. Matt Damon in Interstellar. Yes. I had no fucking clue. And I love Christopher Nolan. I'd read everything there was to read about that so movie. So I was going to ask you about that. So that, no, that wasn't advertised? No, not at all. Because he wasn't on the cover. And I thought, well, Matt Damon. You yeah. think they would have put him on the cover? Um, Kevin Spacey in Seven, that's going back. But it's easier to do it back in was the Was he 90s. not advertised for that either? No. He, he, he actually said, I don't want billing on this um, because it was going to give it away. Because you'd be there going, Kevin Spacey's supposed to be in this movie. I haven't seen Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Clearly, he's. Um, there's a, a twist at the end of. The Hateful Eight. That Spoiler a friend of mine, alert. I'm not going to say it, but a friend of mine picked because the actor's name involved is in the uh, opening credits. Yes. So she's oh, like, oh, really? he is hasn't it? come yet. All right, well, he's obviously going to do something. I didn't realise that was. Yeah, neither okay. did I because I was too busy looking. Yeah. I was watching the snow in the scenery. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. reading names. True. Um, but yeah, so it's... I, I, I just love it whenever they go to this much effort to make sure that the story gets out there untarnished. Yep. They actually animated several different endings for this mm. episode. They're the ones they aired during the 138th episode Spectacular. Smithers, yes. So you had Smithers and you had the, um, just people actually shooting him, you know, like the dog shooting him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's pretty him. funny. And the, uh, yeah. Over and over again. Uh, they actually, I think it was David Merkin, leaked a couple of those out to the media. Oh, okay. But no one did anything about it. So the, the leaks were a fail. Yeah, right. Okay. He tried to deliberately leak false information and just no one cared. So this that might have been what we were talking about at the end of the last episode. Yeah. To us it felt like everything. But yeah, like your Dan Rather sitting on the Fox News desk and you're like, well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Some fake ending to a cartoon I don't watch. The director of this, of this episode was uh, Wes Archer and he only directed up until the final act. So, not the final, the, like, the final scene. And Silverman took over? No, no. So, they didn't, up until I think it was the end of 95, him and Silverman both teamed up and then did it then. So, whilst okay. they were directing it during the year, they only did it up to the point where it was going to be revealed and then Righto. closer to the air date, they revealed the final conclusion or they, uh, they directed the final conclusion yeah. part. Of course, everyone in South Korea knew because the animators notoriously bad at no, keeping secrets. Because no? okay. because uh, David Silverman had to. I actually- didn't know you were going to have any knowledge about yeah. this. <laughs> I, I was just throwing that out yeah, as a yeah. joke. <laughs> so David David Silverman um, and his crew he picked specific crew to actually animate it towards closer yeah, to right, the um, okay. to the original air date. Yeah, yeah. And the table read. This is a cool little fact. It only went up until the final conclusion. So they didn't actually during the table read know what was going to happen. Okay. It was just up until... Including the cast? Or did they just... Including the cast. Right. So, the cast didn't know except for Harry because he had to record the scene where... Where Bones yeah. explains what's happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, he was the only one that did it. Yeah. That I knew. bet a lot of people were hanging out at Harry Shearer's office throughout that week. Yeah, hey, Harry, so. can I get you a coffee? What about some... Dough? Well, oh, geez, your shoulders look tense, Harry. Let me give you a <laughs> massage. Yeah, you go. That feels nice, doesn't it? Who so the devil about, are you? about this episode. <laughs> can you imagine... You can tell me, right? Because well, well, we're friends now because I gave you the massage. We've actually discussed... I feel like... I oh know, because it didn't leak. It aired in, the, in America before it came to Australia, which is why mm. Australian radio stations knew about it. So, I remember my dad knew. Yeah, okay. And he said he heard it on the radio. So, it must have... Just because it aired. You yeah, know? yeah. Of course, we were young. We didn't listen to radios because we... I don't know. You just... You didn't listen to radios when you were young. Yeah, and it was before social media as well. Mm. Do you know, right? Well before social media. It was before yeah. in Carter. So, my, <laughs> it was... My, my boss... <laughs> 
his daughter has a very odd name. I won't say her name just for privacy reasons, right? And it just it, it reminded me of just how times have changed. So he's been getting all these messages from iTunes saying, hello, Pepper, hello, Pepper, mm. right? And he said to his daughter, because his daughter uses his phone to download apps and stuff. Okay. And he says, do you call yourself Pepper on iTunes? And she goes, yes, because Siri can't pronounce my name correctly. Oh, wow. She's four. Wow. Yeah. That's... Well, it's your game, Siri. <laughs> Four-year-olds have got to come up with a stage name to download <laughs> I an I know, app. right? <laughs> then let's just say that AI is not quite at Terminator levels just yet. So apparently his phone's been saying, hello, Pepper. <laughs> Hi, Pepper. <laughs> but anyway, well... I love that you went with Pepper. Yeah, I know, right? Pepper Pig, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. As for, yeah. <laughs> but to the competition. So we mentioned on last episode, they've got the cup. So the 1-800-Collect competition was that uh, if you could successfully call up 1-800-Collect, and say who the winner was, mm. uh, who the sorry, who the culprit was. Mm-hmm. You would win the competition, but actually, it wasn't so much the first person. It was the plan was to get a bunch of people to with the correct answer to be selected out. Right. So if you answer correctly, you go in the draw, yep. and then they would draw a winner out of that. Yeah. And okay. that person would then be able to be receive a cash prize or be drawn into an episode of The Simpsons. They yeah, just okay. assumed that they would want to be drawn, like, like the elephant. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that they want to be drawn. Who's going to want the money? You know what yeah. I mean. But it was the other way around. Yeah. It's like who's going to want the money? They're going to want to be drawn on The Simpsons. Yeah. So, turns out no one actually guessed it. So, they just picked a random bunch of names that had entered and drew out a woman who never watched The Simpsons before. <laughs> she just entered the competition. She just wanted the money. And she just wanted the money. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So, I guess it was kind of she a needed, flop. She needed to renovate the Simpsons house in Las <laughs> Vegas that she bought. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's a disaster, that was. If you won that house, you would take it, would you not? Uh, i got to say, it looks like it's a pretty ugly house imagine, to be living in. Imagine the resale value. To a Simpsons to, fan. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, yes. Yeah. If you own that house now and it's still the same, it'd be worth mm. a bit of money. Hope. It'd be a tourist attraction. It would be a tourist attraction. Yeah. It's just it's in the middle of nowhere. That's the mm. only thing. But they also started uh, Springfield.com. And this was the first time television, one of the one of the first times that television and the internet had been incorporated into this into a similar kind of thing. So you had to go into the internet to sort of talk about it in the forums mm. one. And Springfield.com was created. And apparently they got over five hundred thousand hits over the summer between part one and part two, which is big then, news a lot. back then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also beforehand aired the Springfield's Most Wanted special. Have mm. you watched it? I have. I mean, it's I, wa- I very watched tacky. it. I watched it when it was going to air. And really, thought, did you watch it when it was on? Yeah, they played it on TV. I remember. I, don't I remember, specifically I, remember watching it I don't on remember TV. It. Yeah, okay. Um, do you remember when you were a kid? Did you find it interesting or did you find it ridiculous? As a kid, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought you thought it was real. I thought it was. Well, not, I mean, not, not I knew it, was it real. wasn't real, but I didn't think it was being done tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. I thought it was serious adults seriously trying to figure out who had done this. And then a f- month or two ago, I came across it on YouTube and watched it again and realized I would probably got about 10 minutes in the second time around. I was like, okay, yeah, that's funny. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> that was how far away. Hosted by um, John Walsh, who's normally yeah. on the America's Most Wanted show. Yeah. And, but it actually had actual... I guess you call them celebrities. The main guy from NYPD Blue. Sipowitz. Yes. Yeah, David France. Uh, yeah. Not David, Dennis France. Dennis France, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a chick from Ali Mobile who's now, she was the wife on According to Jim, I think. Okay. The blonde chick. <laughs> not the chick from 30 We've Rock, the other blonde research. one. Yes. <laughs> it originally aired, yeah, just, just straight before. You ever wonder why 75% of our listeners are men, Dando? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? Uh, the chick from Ali Mobile. <laughs> That's the best we can come up with. <laughs> But not it, not Flockhart, not Porsche, another one. But it just sort of sums up just how much of an event this was. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm assuming they're all Fox properties. 
you would assume so, like, so. They're all guys on the payroll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you think George Clooney wasn't popping in to see what was happening? Do you think that the sh- the people who worked on the show would have been embarrassed by all of this stuff that was going on? Because no, I think it's just part of the hype train. Like when yeah. you're working on the show, you just you understand that there's going to be times that stuff needs to be promoted, so it's part and parcel. Do you think they, like they they would have taken again what I was saying last week? What to us was a huge momentous deal to them was a grain of salt. But you, you Dennis s- Franz gets a memo on his desk that yeah. says, "Be in the most wanted rooms at five. We need you to." <laughs> Need you to record a couple lines. A 10-second thing. But you mentioned last week that... Um, Jane Krakowski? No, that's the chick from 30 Rock, isn't it? Uh, it is the chick from 30 yes. Rock, yes. Okay. So, not her. <laughs> uh, Lisa Nicole Carson? That's her. Okay. There we go. We've got her name. She doesn't have a file photo in Wikipedia. Oh, which, maybe it's not her. Which then. says a lot about Go to how Springfield's most wanted it. <laughs> says, <laughs> a, <laughs> says a I lot. Could, maybe it's no, nobody from the Ally McBeal. Maybe it's just a, a blonde okay. actress that I've just My point shared. though, if you were on Ally McBeal and you don't even have a photo on Wikipedia, your career has <laughs> not done much. <laughs> <laughs> even the dancing baby's got us a picture. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, she has a Wikipedia and I don't, so she's ahead of me. That is true. But what what are your like, what are your memories of Who Shot Mr Burns Part Two? We've we've mentioned it on last week's mm. show, but not everyone may have listened to the mailbag episode because they might want to prefer to wait for the review. Well, that's two weeks ago for some people now. Yes. So I remember specifically just again for the 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 build up of wanting this to be on, and it, it almost when I look back now, it almost feels like the first time I was even aware of the concept of time. Like, in what sense? I had to be somewhere at six. Yeah. I had a... Or well, 7.30 on a Sunday. Or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I had an event. I had a thing uh, and I was two days out. I was counting down the days. Even more so than Christmas because Christmas feels like ages and Christmas is all day. Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> like if you sleep in on Christmas, that's fine. You still get any presents. You like, had to know I, who I it was. Had, you couldn't go to school the next day and not know who it was. Yeah, no, you couldn't. But I had to be in front of the TV at that exact time. Mm. And, and you had to be taping it. Not I, only I at that time. Because you're never going to see it again. <laughs> Yeah, no, never again, because yeah. there's no way. No, <laughs> they're never going to rerun it. There's, ne- there's never going to be a way of rewatching things. That's no. something that a lot of kids these days, I think, take for granted. Is that mm. When we were younger, you felt like you had to watch it then and there because mm. there was a chance you would never, ever get the opportunity to see it again. Courtney Thorne Smith. That is her, who it is, yes. Do you know her now? No. Um, <laughs> but Kevin Nealon, who was on Saturday Night Live, also makes an appearance. Yep. Cheers, Kev. <laughs> But anyway, so it was, it was just, it was a really, really big deal. Mm. Now, part two, we mentioned last week that it's not as good of a standalone episode as part one, but it's a good follow-up to it. It ties... <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm just reading on Simpsons Wikia. Several critics said that the uh, Springfield's most wanted show... Bad. ...tainted Bad. host John Walsh's credibility and was described as gimmicky. Yeah, they didn't like How much credibility do you have from hosting America's Most Wanted? Because is John Walsh the same guy that did... Um, not Cheaters and all those other things. Not Cheaters, but like Police's uh, wildest videotapes. Like, this guy just bought himself a one-way ticket to jail. You'd be surprised how many people would watch that stuff, though. Yeah, that's not credible. <laughs> like, I would take that I'm paycheck not, every day of the I'm week. I'm not watching that going, I can't believe you've done a sellout crossover. <laughs> I'm not believing what you say about the bank robbers anymore. <laughs> Or the 7-Eleven hold-ups and the guy that fights him back with a bat that risks his own life so I can be entertained. But he's more successful than we are. Yeah, he has, always well, will be. He, he has a photo on Wikipedia. No, no matter how many Springfield Most Wanted specials he hosts. <laughs> but it's a good... Um, it's a, it was not a great standalone episode, part two, in my opinion. It's, it's, a, it's a fine episode, but it does a good job, at least, of wrapping everything up. Actually, I don't think he did do the other shows. Sorry. 
I've sullied the good name of John Walsh. Just a just little bit of John Walsh trivia while I'm at it, though. In 2002, rapper Busy Bone of Bone Thugs in Harmony wrote a song for the show America's Most Wanted and dedicated it to Adam and John Walsh. Cool. So, there you go. Would you want, we should go through the clues that were in part one. A quick recap. Just a a recap. Because there's some that we didn't bring up. So, there was the... Now, this is one that we actually discussed off air. You well, I've you, disputed one. You've disputed it. Yeah. It's the clock. So, you d- elaborate. So, the, there's a thing on Wikipedia saying that the clocks were often set to be... Either well, they th- were often, not all. Well, they said most. I think... Uh, anyway, but they're saying that... The, why were they saying three and nine? Uh, because it's the same direction as what he was pointing on the sundial. Yeah, yeah. But as we pointed out... There is a clock at seven, there's a clock at five, and they're the only two main clocks that I remember, apart from Pardon My Zinger being on at three o'clock. Which is at most, Which yeah. is like the only other one. So, I reckon it's a thing if someone saw one at three and went, that's the same as the sundial. All the clocks must have been the same as the sundial. I think I think one of the writers actually mentioned that, though. Could be wrong, though. Look at the... Uh, well, maybe the writer got one idea. If you go to Wikipedia and you click on it, on the little number at the end of it, yeah. it'll tell you where the it citation, came from. citation, number six. Uh, okay, so it came from Bill Oakley. Yes. <laughs> Um, the point of the clocks was to teach the viewer to view the sundial at the end upside down. Next time we chat to Bill, we'll oh, I'm going to tell him he's wrong about his <laughs> own episode. <laughs> okay, then. Mr. Burns looks from his balcony and talks about stealing candy from a baby. So we've mentioned that mm-hmm. one as well. Um, Mr. When he collapses on the sundial, the jacket opens up, reveals that his gun is actually missing, and he points to the W and M. Yep. Well, to us, W and S. Yeah, W and S, and it looks like a M and S. Yep. Many of the suspects have... M&S letters. was a candy that didn't take off quite as much as M&M in M&M the late 90s. <laughs> now, this is something we didn't mention in part one. So, many of the suspects have the letters S... Maybe he was trying to say that he died from multiple sclerosis. Did anyone ever think of that? That could have been true. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Gun, Mid- gunshot-induced MS. <laughs> I don't want to make jokes about MS. It's in poor taste. I'm not making jokes about, about it. MS. <laughs> I'm just thinking of other things that it could stand for. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Where many of the suspects, we didn't mention this last week, uh, have the letters S and W or M in their initials. Hmm. Now, there was they actually created some initials just for characters, just, just to fit them in. Threw an initial in the front of Seymour Skinner. Yep, the W Seymour Skinner, mm-hmm. uh, most Sislak. So, his name yep. actually came from a phone book. Yep. So, I was flicking through the phone book and they came across Sislak. It suits the character, though. Grandpa Simpson's gun was a Smith and Wesson. That's a, yeah, S- that's S- a good S- one w. as well. That's true. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Smithers' full name, Wayland Smithers, mm-hmm. WNS. That's the most obvious one. And we, I actually mentioned this one, the Simpson Mutt. So, the dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the other visual ones, one of them I mentioned last week was the the no pointing mm-hmm. to Homer. Pardon my zinger, which I mentioned. Yes, it's, on it's, Mo's. And uh, as Mr. Burns collapses on the sundial, it's seen that his gun that was previously carrying has gone missing. So, mm. they're the, the main clues that were hidden throughout the episode. How many of them direct towards Maggie besides the M&S? Not many, uh, but we highlighted no, the ones that do point I mean, towards in her. In hindsight, the fact that it's Burns' gun missing rules out anyone that has a gun of their own yeah. to an extent. But we don't actually know that... Even though his is missing, we don't necessarily know that his was the murder weapon yeah. until uh, maybe halfway through the episode. They're, they're more the clues that were made to misdirect everybody. Largely, yes. yes. So, trivia for part two. Mitch, can I kick off this week? Is Please. that right with you? Please. What may happen if you drink Vagrant's Choice? Uh, you may hallucinate that there's an old man in your shower. That is true. No. Uh, no that's not what it is. Okay. <laughs> an ejection of stomach contents. An ejection of stomach contents. Yes. Okay. Well, that works with uh, most alcohol. Um, That ruins my first trivia question. Oh. What scotch does Smith's drink? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what year was Smith's dream? 1962. 
Nearly. Three. A little. Nearly. One. Higher. Nine. <laughs> Lower. Eight. Lower. Five. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Knew it like the back of my hand. What network does Bumblebee Man work for? Is it different to normal? I don't know. <laughs> but I just know that it's on the van that he's driving. Uh, well, sometimes it's Channel 6 and sometimes it's... not it's Channel 6. Channel Ono? Neither of those. Oh. It's uh, KMEX. Okay. When was he driving past? It's not driving past. It's when they're tearing down the sundial. Ah, of course. Okay, cool. How much does the Archbishop carry cash-wise? Ooh. It says on the sign at the front as Smithers walks in. But to confessional. Mm. 100 bucks? Less than $20. Okay. How many members are in Tito Puente's band? Eight. There are 11, Ooh. not including the vocalist. Okay, Or cool. Tito himself. So, I'm just talking about like the actual bandstand. Do you know they included him because Matt Granning's a big fan and they thought that he was the singer? <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I had to get one of his band members to sing this song. That's so funny. It's like getting him Buddy Rich thinking that he's the guitarist. Yeah, the script, the script would have had him singing, but he doesn't sing. <laughs> um, next question from me. What year did Willie get arthritis from Space Invaders? Uh 1961? 77. 77, okay. Um, this is actually my last question. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the hospital where Burns is taken? The second hospital, presumably, yeah. where his, where his <laughs> condition is upgraded <laughs> to a life. It's a great news report. I have no idea. It's the Marvin Monroe Memorial Hospital. Oh, okay. That's a nice touch. How long does it take to check DNA without a bribe? 10 seconds. Oh, without a bribe, 10 days. 8 to 10 weeks. 8 to 10 weeks. I've got a couple more questions, so sorry about this. That's all right. How much was the reward offered to get Homer? $50,000. Correct. So, much- uh, it's like um, I had flashbacks to Mel Gibson in Ransom. <laughs> when he turns around and <laughs> says, to the killer, this is your ransom, and this is as close as you will get to it, because not $1 will be paid for my son. I remember going to Instead, the movies to watch Ransom. I'm offering this as a bounty on your head. Dead or alive, it doesn't matter. Do you know anyone that wouldn't sell you out for $100,000? I don't think you do. <laughs> That was Gibson, like that was his oh, prime era, wasn't mate, it? Mate, that I fucking that is such an underrated movie. Yeah, I know, right? It's like that is, oh. <laughs> it's, it's just I I actually re, I, I redid scenes from that movie for media studies. It was I like loved fa- it, it was much. like Face Off era, wasn't it? It was around that time, like ninety. Oh, no, I want to say ninety six ish, ninety five, maybe some, ninety five, something like that. I'll look up the exact date. The nineties were Gibsons, weren't they? <laughs> I'd, I'd go as far as to say, aside from Apollo thirteen, it's my favorite Ron Howard. Well, he movie. had what Lethal Weapons, he did Braveheart, he had Ransom ninety six, he had What Women Want. <laughs> yeah, he was What Women Want. <laughs> well, I think that was two thousand actually, but that's <laughs> uh, how much of the carcass do they require to fifty one percent? Fifty one percent, and who says that? A poo? A poo, yep. yep. I just threw that one in there. Uh, what was Burns' room code? 1408. 2F20, which is actually okay. the episode, episode production title. Code. Yep. And finally, what is the sound that the DNA computer plays? Um, is it Windows 95 opening? It's the old Windows to da sound. Yeah, yeah, cool. I Ta-da. completely guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to be looking up Mel Gibson for the next two minutes? What's going on? No, 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 I'm going to Twitter to remember what some okay, other people... Okay, cool. So what, we'll we, talk we about what, people, yeah. Yeah, uh, so at Supernova Dragon, I will always remember during the summer in between episodes and vividly remember all the excitement betting, betting as to who was going to show off. I think taking, people were genuinely spending money. Well, in the America's Most Wanted, they do yeah. cross to the, uh, to the Vegas um, odds room. As for the episode uh, itself, who remembers even at such a young age feeling a little let down by the outcome? They felt it was a little bit deus ex machina. Let's discuss that the outcome, right? So, 
a lot of people, including myself when I was young, when I first watched it, I was very mm. disappointed. I thought it was a cop-out. Didn't mm. like it at all. I think because it made me feel ridiculous. It's sort of a slap in the face. You know, Looking the chalkboard back- gag then is making fun of people like you. Yeah, exactly. But you look back now, it pretty much was the perfect culprit because it- in It's the, the easiest end, way to wrap up the episode. Yeah, without it affecting anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And having her deliberately do it, it's just so ridiculous that it just it just fits the show by that point. Mm. I mean, you're talking about a, a, a city that has a popsicle skyscraper and an elevated escalator to nowhere. Escalator to nowhere, yeah. Why would why did no one complain that Leonard Nimoy floated into or disappeared into thin air? Yeah, but they complain about that ba- baby. Yeah, because accident. people like to complain about things that aren't important. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, but but I can't think of a better person to have shot Mr. Burns because no. in the end, no one really meant to shoot him. Oh, they say that Maggie did, but do you know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah, no. Look, I like I said, I I personally think that this shifty eyes gag comes across as having it both ways. Yep. Um, and so I kind of I take it just as a joke and nothing else. If they if there are people that want to take it as like, oh, she meant it, then you know, fine, have it that way as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a nice little can go whichever way you want it to go kind of gag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I've got no problem with the ending. I don't think anybody should have a problem with the ending. Yeah. Um, uh, at what's that? Juke till you puke. Okay. Uh, watch them over summer in the episodes. These episodes finally um, made them watch Twin Peaks on Netflix. It was the best decision they have ever made. The best decision you've ever made? The best decision I've ever made. Someone wrote in saying that due to our recommendation a couple of weeks ago, they went and watched John Wick and loved it. Oh, really? Because yes. of us? Cool. Thank you. Uh, they're saying that, sorry, these guys are saying that when they were watching Twin Peaks, they were watching and said, brilliant. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> also, the lamp's running away. <laughs> Uh, at Pat Wright QB, it was one of the moments in the series history where non-Simpsons fans took interest, yes, as that's you true. mentioned, yeah. likens it to Homer in the Bat, Homer at the Bat in that sense. Yep. And uh, Great White Gibster says, Chief Wiggum's hallucination after drinking the warm coffee cream is the biggest standout memory for them. Cool. We also posted in the Patreon-exclusive Facebook group asking for people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Would we like one or two of those? Yeah, let's do that. If you're a $2 plus patron, which you can become if you go to patreon.com slash fourfinger discount, mm-hmm. you get access into this Facebook group. And it's just a community of listeners of the show who just love to discuss The Simpsons. We don't have to be involved with all the conversations. It's just like-minded Simpsons fans. You might mm. meet, might make new friends just by being a part of this group, might you, Mitch? You certainly could. Friends, lovers... Um I mean, Wouldn't that be cool? We met in the Facebook group for Four Finger Discount Patreon. It would be kind of cool. sad and cool at the same time. We could go officiate at the wedding. <laughs> That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Live podcast. Or at the wedding. very least, MC it. So, you, in the thing, you've um, posted uh, the Springfield's Most Wanted video. Oh, the link. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Benjamin Kane, I don't know if you saw this. When Springfield's Most Wanted was first on TV in Australia, he was all set to record Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2. And then Springfield's Most Wanted came on. So, it was the lead-in to the episode. Because okay, so it wasn't part one lead-in yeah. to it, like I thought, yeah. And he turned off the recording and changed the channel in disgust, thinking, <laughs> where is The Simpsons? <laughs> That's brilliant. I wonder if... It, like, I would love to know if he ever actually... Oh, I'm going to have to ask him if he, if he ever actually did get to watch it or if it, he got to school the next day. They're like, no, it came on afterwards. Went to school the next day. Can you believe those yeah. motherfuckers? Didn't what? <laughs> I missed it. Runs home with his fingers in his ears, making sure no one tells him who it was. Yeah, and what, to wait nine months for it to come back on, on <laughs> replays? Joseph O'Hara singing Senior Burns in the back of the classroom whenever the teacher turned around to the blackboard. Um, it is a catchy song. Um, Senior Burns. Burns. <laughs> Brendan O'Quinn, I remember not knowing that it was a two-parter. Watching part two first and being very confused. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> 
Uh, Lex Fraser remembers having the family in the living room and watching it at, while a schoolmate was also over because we were working on a project on Captain Cook. Um, that That is the other big thing for me. I, I don't know if my dad was watching it with me, but I just remember that he was. I remember watching it with my sister. In yeah. my head, that room was full. It yep. might have actually only been me in there. I've got no idea. But over time, that's what my memory has made it be. Uh, Stormy Selengo writes in saying that she'd remembered reading an article about it in People magazine or something like that where they'd interviewed an LA detective to see who he thought it could be. <laughs> uh, and he pretty much said, crimes like these are done by the person you most suspect. So, his money was on Smithers. I don't like the fact that some people look at it as tacky and as, oh, ha- it's, it's ridiculous. Just buy into it and just play along with oh, it. Yeah, go with it. It's You're having fun. fun. You're having fun. What's yeah. wrong with people having fun? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it is tacky. It's not like they're taking... They're not half an hour of 60 minutes or um, CNN or something like that. These are people having a good time just playing along with it all. Yeah. It's kind of like when you watch watch pro wrestling. Just go along with it. It's just meant to be fucking entertainment. Yes. I mean, not that I do anymore, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that is the... Anyway, shall we crack in? Yes, let's do it. The original air date was September 17th, 1995. Nicola's... Day after Nicola's birthday. Chalkboard gag. I will not complain about the solution when I hear it, which a lot of people obviously did. And the couch gag was the Simpsons lineup for a mugshot with the theme to... Uh, oh, the theme? Dun, 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 dun. Pink Panther? Dra- Dragnet. Oh, Dragnet. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Sorry. Pink Panther. Yes. I remember we hadn't actually... No. Is that Pink Panther? That's Pink Panther, yes. Okay. Suddenly yeah, I was thinking of Get Smart. <laughs> <laughs> but what is Get Smart? Dun, 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 yeah, that's... Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah. <laughs> Let's stop doing TV themes and get we're, into the episode. We're playing all those instruments ourselves, guys. <laughs> they sound legit. Kicks off with Smithers and he is just a mess, isn't he? Mm. His apartment's all smashed up. He's coughing like, up cigarettes. It's like he's in Barney's apartment. Pretty much, yeah. Worse than Barney's apartment. Yeah. This is just terrible. He wakes up and he's drinking like the is it scotch. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah. Whiskey, yeah. yeah. Well, Go- he says cheap scotch in the first one. Yes, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, he goes into the um into the shower and he finds Mr. Burns mm. and... First shock, what? Mr. Burns is alive? Yeah, What's going yeah. on here? And you realise this is a How dream. How long has he been passed out for? So, he realises it's a dream. Yeah. Within the dream. Yes. Dream within a dream where he ends up dreaming about... Speedway Squad. Speedway Squad. <laughs> in colour. And there was yeah. a moment, I spoke about the South Park fake out in the last episode. There was a moment where I thought, how great would it be if they just did 20 minutes of Speedway Squad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that would be ballsy. And didn't come back to it until the second episode. I just, it just didn't go... Oh. Yeah. It'd be brilliant. I think it would be absolutely great. It'd be a great way to bury an episode that you didn't think was going to get many viewers. Because you put episode one in week one where you know everyone's tuning in and then you go, sorry guys, that was a joke. But then week two, here's your actual resolution. So they still have to tune in anyway. What would the long-term effect of that be? Do you think it would annoy so many people that they, would st- they wouldn't stop no, watching? It wouldn't annoy anyone It would mattered. piss people off though. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> Just every now and then you've got to. I, I you, feel like you the can sort imagine of, Bill. It's something Bill and Josh would have pitched, and then the head honcho is a false. No, yeah, no, probably very much. But it's the sort of thing that anyone that gets annoyed by stuff like that, I feel deserves to be annoyed by things. They're the sorts of people that just want to be annoyed. It's the kind of thing Andy Kaufman would have done. Yes, and I, and that's why he's hailed as a genius yeah. to this day. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Man on the Moon? Still not. Yeah. Oh, there's just one part where he's making a kids special, mm. and. It, that they're showing it to the executives at the TV station before it goes to air to, mm-hmm. for them to approve it. And he deliberately made the show look like it was the TV was playing up. Right. And so some, one of the executives gets out of the chair and starts banging, starts on, the banging on the TV. And he starts laughing. And they're like, what are you laughing about? And he goes, it's part of the show. That's amazing. And they're like, why would you want to do this? Why would anyone want that? 
because they're going to get out of their chairs and they're going to try and fix their TVs, but the TVs aren't broken. And they just don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty great. <laughs> Apparently, he legitimately did that. And they had to bargain down where it was only 10 seconds instead of 30 seconds. Yeah. You know, a kind of modern day equivalent of that. Have you ever seen um, Sam... Midway through Gremlins 2. Sam... <laughs> What's his name? Sam Simmons? Sam Simmons, Aussie comedian. Okay. It, it does... I, I wouldn't say he's quite as far as modern day Andy Kaufman, but he. I was seeing... I watched a spot on uh, one of the... Comedy Central, oh, sorry, one of the Comedy Channel, um, Fox, like a stand-up thing. One of the Comedy Central stand-up shows. Okay, and his entire set is just fucking with the audience and not giving them what they want. Like he comes out, um, he's got his hands behind his back, and his opening gag is, "I'm going to do some impressions," and then a voiceover comes up on, "This is an impression of a man with kangaroo paws for hands doing stand-up comedy." <laughs> he brings his hands back out. He's got two kangaroo paws in his sleeves. <laughs> scratches around to get the microphone out, finally manages to balance it between his paws, and then just gives it... Um, I was sitting around at home the other day eating some humble pie, and I got halfway through it, and I thought, fuck, I'm good at eating pie. <laughs> Were people laughing? And then he, yeah, like, there's... It's that thing of maybe 20, 30% of the audience are laughing, some are confused. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are laughing. But then he goes, that's it. And then, <laughs> and then he moves into the next impression. One of them was like, here's an impression of a really shy guy trying to do an impression of something else. And then it's just, no, I can't do it when you're looking. <laughs> is that great? And then like halfway through the set, he's like, this is it. Isn't this great? He's is like, this you- is my job. <laughs> is that on YouTube? I'm going to have to watch uh, this. It's possibly. It feels like the sort of set that could be on YouTube. Sam Simmons. Sam Simmons. All right, I'm going to be checking that he's out. He's a brilliant Barry Award winner. Okay. He's a fucking phenomenally good comedian, but yep. he's the sort of comedian that won't give you what you expect. Which is good. Mm. I was, uh, who was I listening to? Will Ferrell was talking on off camera with Sam Jones. He was talking about... When he had an idea for what was going to be funny, he wasn't going to deviate from it. So, he's like, when he was getting started out and he was doing stand-up comedy, it's like, this is what I'm doing. And, I mean, if you love it, great. And if you don't, that's fine. You, you, but I'm going to punish you with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is what I think funny. I'm yeah. not going to waver from this. Whether people that, boot or not. <laughs> to the point that if people weren't liking it, he would make it go even longer. So that he, or if they were doing a sketch on Saturday Night Live that was no good, he'd be like, often you just want to rush through it and get out. Whereas, I would just... He would just drag it. He'd be like, "All right, this four-minute sketch is now going to go for seven and a half minutes, and I'm going to watch you all hate it." He finds he, he seems like someone that would be very hard to embarrass. Yeah, I don't think you could do or get flustered. You couldn't up. You couldn't one up him in a. You couldn't throw him off his no. off his game. It, like people would be heckling him. He'd just be like, "I don't care. Mm. I'm just not bothered by this yeah. at all." <laughs> So getting back, so it's a dream Suicide Squad, not Suicide mm-hmm. Squad, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, Waylon Smithers is dead shot <laughs> Margot Robbie is not in this dream uh, he, Then he ra- uh, wakes up and realises that was a dream Then the news report comes on about Burns Dozens of people are gunned down each day in Springfield But until now, none of them was important I'm Kent Brockman At 3pm Friday, local autocrat C. Montgomery Burns Was shot following a tense confrontation at Town Hall Burns was rushed to a nearby hospital Where he was pronounced dead He was then transferred to a better hospital Where doctors upgraded his condition to alive so it cuts to the, the questioning the two witnesses. Yes. Now here's the first thing. Yes, they're actually this is them. This are, these well, are the only two people that know. Yeah, and yeah, no, maybe neither of them can speak. Yeah, and like you look at it and go, that's just a funny joke. But no, they had the culprit. Yes, they actually right told you who it was right in the first minute of yeah. the episode. Yeah. Yeah, ballsy. Yes, so great, yeah. so well done. But you don't realize until you've watched it, which is the the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut to the dinner table, and Lisa is 
Yeah, she's reminding basically that, just resetting the motives yeah. of what happened, and they do that yeah. quite a bit throughout the first act. Yeah, it, sort of, it gets a bit annoying after. But I think it's when you've watched it back to back, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're watching it back to back, it's like, oh, I know I've just fucking watched it, but you got to yeah. remember it was six months. Yeah, there's a big gap, gap in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it six or nine months? So it ends in May and starts in September. That's six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not even six, four. But anyway, so she's reminding the viewers of why the the family are all suspects mm-hmm. and homie that is was it angry as right or something like that. Berserk is right. Berserk is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. About the name thing. Yep. And then this, uh, Bart and Lisa get into an argument of over who could or could yep. kill someone. You're both potential murderers. <laughs> I love uh, Grandpa. Smingers did it. <laughs> they actually do quite a... They put in a bit of effort here of making Grandpa seem like he's the one. Yeah, exactly. Trying to get out to the uh, outhouse. Yes. My tool shed! Yeah. <laughs> and then, and later, then on, he's watching later on, he's watching it. Later on, hosing it down. And he's just disappointed. <laughs> 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 really, really great. So Smithers is trying to recall his steps, retrace mm. his steps, and remember what happened. He finds the gun in his coat. Yep, and recalls shooting somebody, but he can't. Well, remember he smells what it. Was. it. Notices that it's been recently fired. Yes, that's true. Smells the, the smell. Yep, <laughs> whatever it is that. So he remembers shooting somebody, but he can only remember the shadow. It's very foggy memory. Yeah, he just assumes it's that's because of all the scotch. Just assumes it's Mister yeah, Burns. Yeah. Random little Autoland muffler sale dude, handing trying to hand just him something. Just popping a flyer. In yeah, there, yeah, yeah, sort of doesn't really. Need to be there, I, I guess. I don't know what that was about. I, I think purely to undercut the gravity of the situation. That is crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Uh, Homer is then washing the outhouse, as we mentioned. Very nice touch. And the crew then all rock up. The vigilante crew, I call them. And mm. they are... Hotheads. Us hotheads is going to tear down the sunblocking machine. Yes. Want to come with? And then Homer's got rickets. Yeah. Which I had... Even now, I had to look up. So, this is a joke that I would have struggled with back... Well, I would have struggled with now. Didn't get it until I looked it up for this review. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I was like, okay, it's obviously a sun-based it thing. It means something, yeah. Mm. And it's a disease you get, lack um, of vitamin D. Lack of vitamin D, yes. Which you get from the sun. The sun. That's one of the sources, mm. yes. They then go, and it's nice touch here that they cross Shall We View just the episode after Lemon of Troy. Or two episodes after. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the, the horrified screams yeah, from yeah. Shall We Feel. They're really in pain. Who did we just kill? Shall We Feel? Yay! <laughs> Smithers then goes to confess at the church. Little uh, gay joke here. Yeah, which is another thing that I didn't know was a thing that you couldn't do. I only knew after I did my uh, Smithers Gay Jokes article like a couple of years right, ago. Right, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's when, like, you know, I've, I've never been to church. I tried to march in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. It's a throwaway line. And, yeah, we, that would have meant nothing to kids. Um, no. But I actually, I couldn't find the ongoing history of it, but there was a thing um, only last year, uh, March last year, where... Um, a gay group were saying that they were being blocked from marching in they the still? Day Parade. Yes and no. They sort of denied it. They were, ultimately, they won the right to march. Okay. I, I think like the official thing from the St. Patrick's Day Com- Parade Committee said something along the lines of, and I should stress heavily that I read seven lines of a several thousand word article. Um, but it was something about how they don't have anything specifically outlawing gay people marching, but they don't want you marching and promoting whatever your sexual orientation is. Now, that's clearly a thing that's marketed against gay people because no one marches saying, I'm straight and it's awesome. Yeah. Gay people get a rainbow out there and that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's that explains that. I would have to say this would be the most subtle Smithers' is gay joke that I can recall. Yeah, I think it is. That would go over the head of a buckload of people. It's, it's just he says it and that's it. Mm. No one acknowledges that, he's, that anything's been yeah. mentioned. So... He then reveals that he was the one that shot Mr. Burns. Mm-hmm. And, and we can bust in through the window. Yes, yeah. Father, I'm not a Catholic, but... Well, I tried to march in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. But anyway, I've got a 
Rather large sin to confess. <laughs> I'm the one who... who shot Mr. Burns. All I needed to hear. Boy, this thing works great. Then he is at the cop station. He's telling the cops his story, reminding us again of why mm-hmm. he would have wanted to kill Burns. And then he mentions the villainy, the, line. villainy line. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Collins. Oh, my stuff is there. <laughs> oh, that's not that's yet. Later. That's later. That's right. when he gets yeah, let yeah. up. Uh, reporters then ask, uh, questioning Smithers as he walks out. I love this here. Who are you? Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> he pays out Madonna. I don't get the yeah, reference. I, did, I didn't actually catch the line. I didn't stop to listen it's to it again. It's, I'm sure it's a dated reference now. Yeah. But Anything to Madonna would yes. be. <laughs> That's true. Krusty is then watching this on television and he is very annoyed because he stole his Madonna bit. So yeah. it's, it's, it means something <laughs> yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Because he must have seen it on part of my zinger. Probably, yeah. Well, that's what he says. Because he yeah, goes, uh, yeah, and you right. stole it from that that guy on part of yeah, my zinger. Okay. Yeah. And then and that's what leads. Us. So Mal gets two detective uh, homages here. The first is Sherlock Holmes. He's smoking his pipe and the whole thing about, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I remember him saying he watched Comedy Central because it seemed very unusual. As uh, if to say, you should have been doing that too because yeah. that was a big clue. Uh, yes. And also, it's another stab at Comedy Central. Like, who yeah, would be watching that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the other... Th- and then he gets a Batman bit. With, to the police station! Yes. Then Mal and Krusty are at the police station, and they reveal the information. They realise mm. it wasn't Smithers. He had to be watching this, and then it dawns on Smithers. You're right, I didn't... I, like, I was watching that, and then I left the house. And then we get him remembering correctly that he shot Jasper. Oh, we, just before that, we get that, you've arrested an innocent man. Oh, I see. So, like, Dr. Colossus, yeah. go. But then we get what you just said. Yep, mm. yep. And he's watching. I, Pardon- I really love Jasper. Sidewalks for regular walking, yeah. not for fancy walking. <laughs> and then later on in the episode, the the drive drive throughs for driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was stupid. That part, the whole just smashing a police van out of the way to get through the drive through, it just seemed. But it's the fugitive thing. I get like that. it exists purely to be the parody of the yeah, fugitive. Him running, yeah. yeah, I get that. Uh, I don't know. I think I guess when I was a kid, I hadn't seen the fugitive, yeah, which, which is why it didn't really make yeah. sense. I guess. Yeah, it's a really good shot for shot. Of him, <laughs> like yeah, of him running away, and the the like the magical leap of like twenty meters yes, off the train. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I watched The Fugitive for the first time about three months ago. So much that you haven't seen. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a great movie. Yes, I never knew that story. That I don't. Richard, care. do you want to get shot? <laughs> I bought it on Blu-ray this week because I want to listen to the audio commentary with Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, mm. actually. I don't know whether he'd be an entertaining audio commentary though. Well, only one way to find find out. (laughs) So, we've jumped forward. We need to go back. So, they've just revealed that Smithers is innocent. Mm -hmm. And what comes on after that, Mitch? Uh, Well, in the realisation... They've got to say Jasper. Yeah, like, I may have... Instead of wounding a guilty old man, I may have killed an innocent old man. That's much worse. much worse. (laughs) About 50,000 volts worse. Yes. Um, Smithers, drunk as he is... Very quick to go for the gun because someone's just like straddled him on the street. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Out of my way. <laughs> Bang. So, he, they go to say Jasper. How many other people did he shoot that night is my question. That is, Because yeah. if he's gone that quickly, anything could have set him off. <laughs> <laughs> they go to say Jasper. They check his leg. They, it's revealed here mm. he's got a wooden yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah, And, and then they he ask him to Do you know who shot Mr. Burns? Because we're really up the creek yes. on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but Jasper can't even remember being shot. Yeah. You so shot who and the what now? Yeah. Come back from commercial, the family are all watching the news report about mm-hmm. Smithers being innocent, and then they, start, they start discussing who it could be, who's, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. responsible. In 95% of cases, it is the most likely suspect. Yes, apparently. yes, yes. Now, there's one moment here where Lisa says something along the lines of, well, no, not, nobody in the Simpson family could have 
pull the trigger or something mm. like that. And at that moment, Maggie's eyes light up. She's on the floor oh, and her okay. eyes light up. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, what I did notice that was weird about here is that Homer says that he... Like, she's like, you know, it could have been... It's either the most likely person or someone with a, a crazy person with no motive. And Homer actually defends... No, hang on. I had every right to kill him. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. like, rather than distance himself from it, he's like, no, 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 I had a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't lie for me. Then Marge says, how about you stop... Because Lisa says she wants to try and solve the case. And Marge says, mm. don't do that. Try and solve who put the mud in the freezer. <laughs> um, you also get a, a good line from Grandpa here, which goes close to being my favourite line of the second episode, yeah. which is about... Um, Grandpa has the best lines in Who Shot Was The Burns. Um, was it, uh, something about Lisa saying that she probably couldn't do it and Grandpa... Well, I never thought down. I never thought I could shoot down a German plane, but last year I proved myself wrong. <laughs> Did he, I don't remember him saying that. Yeah. Wow. It's hilarious because, like, obviously you think it's going to be a war story, but last year it's it's fucking funny as hell. Shit. I swear my version did not have that line. Oh, I'm sure it did. You were just busy. Because um, <laughs> you throw things at me that I'm like, oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just roll with it. So, they're at the police station. Now, let's discuss the motive. Yes. Agatha Christie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Which is a funny, because Lisa just said Agatha Christie yeah, yeah, says yeah. that this is all you need. Yep. Yeah. And Lou and Eddie have the gun come from Burns' mm-hmm. um, came from Burns, his yep. body. Yeah, yeah. And then we hear Lisa say something. <laughs> Gives Lou the credit. Thanks, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> she then sort of said, so she's laid out all of the suspects, including Barty Gumble. Yeah, um, it could have been about money, is what Lisa Who says. had been sucking the coins out of the love machine. Yes. That's a real good way to get sick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no need to be there, but it's funny. <laughs> just so intently missing the point of what's yeah. going on. Eddie has some great lines. Really does. Yeah. Right, um, I'll drive. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have the same uh, drink with the backwards talking girl? I'll drive. <laughs> <laughs> Even he has the um, shakes. You know what you're getting. Hmm. It's always it's always the smaller stuff with Eddie. Yeah. But it's sold so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's throwing me. Where are we up to? Oh, yeah. So, uh, the Lisa starts running through all the other potential suspects from part one. So, mm. Mo, Barney, whatnot. And she brings, and then they bring up Tito. Oh, no, it couldn't possibly have been Tito. Nope, let's go get him. Let's arrest him. <laughs> they assume he must be guilty because he's a celebrity. So then they get there. fucking fun it is really really good um as a kid i don't think i really appreciated as much as i do may now. not surprise you but all of us despise you please die <laughs> it's really good and i love when it cuts to the police and they're just bopping just along bopping along with big smiles yeah. on their face and also that's enough to exonerate him <laughs> oh well you're, you're innocent yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah hope they're all as much fun, as much fun cut the skinner mm. as boring as can be mm, let me let me think yeah <laughs> Explains the charmer scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got mother's makeup kit. Accidentally got mother's. Um, so he can vouch for your warehouse. Oh yes. Anything else he tells you is a filthy, filthy lie. lie. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the episode, not the rest of it, but the next act, Act Two, is pretty much just all the suspects being cleared in funny situations. Yeah. The mode lighted. Oh, sorry, Willie, Gr- groundskeeper Willie, and the basic instinct. Yes. 
I love again. You've Eddie, been warned. Eddie pulls a gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've been warned about We've that. Warned about <laughs> Reveals the Space Invaders index fingers. So that was a good video game. Video game. Yeah. Then Mo with the lie detector. Yeah, that's one of the classic Mo moments. Yeah, it is. Do you hold a grudge against Montgomery Burns? No. All right, maybe I did, but I didn't shoot him. Checks out. Okay, sir, you're free to go. Good, because I got a hot date tonight. A date. Dinner with friends. Dinner alone. Watching TV alone. All right. I'm going to sit at home and ogle the ladies in the Victoria's Secret catalog. See his catalog. Now, would you unhook this already, please? I don't deserve this kind of shabby treatment. Marge is then questioning Grandpa about the empty box that she's found that the gun's supposed You're to be the bee's in. knees, baby. I missed you bad. Another way of saying it's possibly Grandpa. Mm. They make, they're trying to make you think it's Grandpa. Yeah. I feel or at the very episode. least think that he's an option. Yes. Are you talking to me, Grandpa? Yes. Is it, ever, is it ever actually discovered who... Does Grandpa have the gun in that scene? Because I was looking down. Yeah, he pulls the gun out of his pants. He does have it. Okay. <laughs> Can I say that I was looking down, but that didn't stop me from typing or mistyping... You're the bee's knees, baby. I milked you bad. <laughs> it does take on a new life of its own. Well, now I'm, says, now I'm just me, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of Luke Skywalker drinking that blue shit Ugh. on the island. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Why was that there? Let's not get into it. I don't know. That, that, did that not was need one to be that was there. baffling. The rest of that thing was fine. That that one moment didn't need to be there. It did not. That that was Ryan Johnson just unless saying, it was, I'm fucking with you. Unless it was. Did, didn't you? Like, Yoda did weird shit when Luke landed there as well. So, maybe it's... Like what? I don't know. But <laughs> I'm sure he ate something strange. But, like, he's there to... He's doing that to try and freak Ray out. Like, go away. I'm a crazy old man. I'm drinking blue milk. For those of you playing at home, I just shook my head in disgust. <laughs> Look, it's okay. that It doesn't matter that you're wrong about everything to do with Star Wars. Oh, Let's not get into it. I, I, the, the film was... Let's not get into it. <laughs> Film's fantastic. So, Wiggum is then at the station, uh, working overtime, poor Wiggum, because they just can't drop up the cream, as he said, and he decides to drink some cream. Warm cream, yes. because he's out of coffee. And puts him to sleep, and we get the Twin Peaks mm. parody. I'm not following you. Burns is huge. Burns is huge. Huh? Look at Burns' suit. Yeesh. They then go to the hospital and they find the eyelash on the suit. Is it mm-hmm. an, yeah, it is an eyelash. Yeah. I think it's they an eyelash. They take it to yeah. the DNA tester and they give him a bribe. He does it, narrows it down to the Simpson family. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Burns wakes up straight away and says, Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. And the whole first part was setting up this. The yeah. fact that he couldn't remember, couldn't his, remember name, his name and that's all, he can, all he can say. Yeah, true. So then they go to the Simpsons house because it's got to be it's got to be Homer. But mm. there's it all adds up though. So his fingerprints are on fingerprints the gun. Fingerprints on it. The bullet from the gun. Yeah. And it's and he's his been DNA. identified. Yes. And yeah. he's saying Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah, true. So they have every reason to arrest yeah, him. They've got their man. Yeah. It's like it's actually not inept police work. No, no. It it's, makes sense. Yeah, mm. yeah. But you know, it's just like an episode of SVU. The person they arrest in the first act is never the person that's guilty. No, it's always whoever the biggest guest star is. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Come back. Oh my God, Will Arnett's in this episode. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Homer is in the back of the police van and they're at Krusty Burger ordering food. They can't fit through the drive-thru. 
tips over and the fugitive parody Jasper smashes it out of the way. Homer escapes. Then Dr. Nick goes to visit Burns. <laughs> as, as it's going over, Luke, not the food, chief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick goes to visit Mr. Burns. When you're in a coma, did you feel yourself getting brain damaged? <laughs> did you feel your brain getting damaged? <laughs> Marge and Lisa are then discussing, and Marge thinks that she took Simpson DNA. <laughs> when I took your father's name, I took everything that came with it. That's such a fucking brilliant Marge thing yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, okay. She doesn't Marge. understand the science. She just understands being a devoted wife. Lisa is not going to question it. She's just like, oh, whatever, mum, whatever you think. Okay. <laughs> Can't get through to it. Lisa then explains how Homer's fingerprints could have possibly got on the gun. Yeah, yeah, dropping the ice cream. Yes, which is actually right. Because they never Presumably, actually explained yeah, how his fingerprints got on there. Never says any other reason, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then Grandpa someone, turns. Then someone suggested that it was possible, well, at least it suggested it was possibly planted there. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, Marge is like, don't get involved in conspiracy, conspiracy theories and that sort of thing. Grandpa's yeah. like, we've all got to stick together if we're going to bring that awful home to justice. Yeah, it's just another way of saying Grandpa is guilty when he's mm. not. Smithers then makes the public statement, offers everyone a reward of $50,000 for Homer. Yep. Dead or alive. I love Wickham's response here. Oh my God. Me first, me first, me first, me first. <laughs> Homer sneaking into the hospital here, by the way, is also a little bit of a fugitive reference in the next scene. So you see Homer in the white coat mm-hmm. um, because in the fugitive, oh, that's yeah, where it goes yeah. after the True. after the downfall. Yep. Mm. Yeah. He visits Burns at the hospital, like you said. Lisa is then at the scene of the crime and the pigeon gives her mm. a hint towards clue, the clue. clue. Why, why is it here? So she imagines how he's fallen on the sundial. Mm-hmm. Why does she then go, then it must be true. It was dad. What made her think it was... Um, what? What? Of all the things that have happened, she assumed Homer's innocent. Mm. Then she thinks of Burns falling onto the sundial and all of a sudden, oh, Homer must be guilty. I also thought that same thing. Maybe it's purely because... But then it must be, oh, dad. I think it's purely because there was no other element there that proved it wrong. Falling on a sundial and that sort of thing. She's trying to look for the thing, the shining light that says, no, this person did it. She doesn't so, come up with anything. So, the pigeon didn't give her a clue? She no. Thought, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the pigeon did, but she didn't understand what it was at first. Because, um, obviously, the yeah, pigeon... Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, in, in that moment, she's like, she's got nothing. I just don't think it trans... It wasn't very well directed. It wasn't well, well written. It doesn't really... Yeah, it, it is a little bit confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So then it cuts Police the, report goes yeah. over that there's trouble at the Dr. Marvin Munro Memorial. Yes. And they all race down. Yeah, she Homer's symptoms being found. Everyone races to get there. Similar to like Bart vs. Australia. Who is this beast? That's shaking yes. me. <laughs> Everyone goes to get Homer. We need 51% of the carcass. Homer is then choking Burns as they all walk in. Yep. Or Lisa says, my dad wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah. choking him. Then grabs the gun. Grabs the gun, pulls it on his head. And you're like, Stop shit, it's getting real. people out. I shot you. Yes. Before. Yeah. <laughs> then... Mr. Burns reveals who really did shoot him. Yeah. I love Burns like, what? You? Oh, no, no, no. Your kind has neither the cranial capacity nor the opposable digits to operate a firearm. Yes. Just puts him down instantly. Yeah. And Homer just goes so sheepish. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been put in my place. Tells the story about the lollipop. It was all because of Mm. the lollipop. Yeah. Started with the lollipop. Yep, yep, yep. The old axiom was misleading. And I love his... Yes. That's That's the one. one. (laughs) Mm, Delicious. Maggie's revealed as the person that shot Mr. Burns and everyone says well we can't convict her because she's a baby and that's the end of the episode mm, pretty much she, she couldn't have meant it <laughs> I do like that I don't think so police arrest the baby yes <laughs> yeah. but uh, all in, we'll discuss what we thought about Maggie being the culprit mm-hmm. which it's fine it fits the episode it fits the Simpsons by that point it's funny yeah it's all that needs to matter it's funny I feel like the ending shouldn't have changed the show 
It shouldn't have been no. someone where, like, for example, Barney going away. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yes. I thought you meant change where it had come before. But no, no, yeah, I agree. You don't want to suddenly introduce a thing that's going to be an ongoing exit. Because they didn't really do that much up to that point. They killed off... Well, they killed off a couple of characters, but they weren't main characters anyway. As 135th episode spectacular. They were yeah. never popular. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bleeding Gums might have been a little bit. I don't think Marvin Monroe ever was. He was... Uh... He had funny moments, but he was also very grating. That's true. He was very annoying. He didn't have an emotional connection to Monroe. No. no yeah, exactly. Bleeding Gums had some sweet moments. So, all in all, Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 1 and 2 now done and complete. Mm. We're in Season 7 of The Simpsons, Mitch. We are. What? Uh, we've got a really good episode next time. We're Radioactive Man? Yeah. Is that up next? Man, Season 7 is my favourite season. I can't wait. There's going to be some real good times ahead, yeah. which is going to be great. We're entering just my favourite era of yeah. the show. Just- like I said, it doesn't feel like it's a change. For me, Season 6 and 7 blend really really well and it's Maybe probably it's because of the, the two-parter yeah. yeah what can i um what have you got off the top of your head like other favorite cliffhanger moments in tv shows if you can't like in is there TV anything else shows, we mentioned or the, even two-parter episodes something like that um well the, the south park one we mentioned last week mm. i remember that was a big deal to me i really need to know who cartman's mother <laughs> was <laughs> it turned out to be his mum doesn't it isn't she hermaphrodite yes yeah, yeah yeah jesus <laughs> i was like nine watching this shit um I mentioned Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Oh, that was more of a... Was that, that wasn't a cliffhanger. That was more of a, uh, a shocking moment, wasn't it? it was, um, I guess you'd call it yeah. a cliffhanger. Is it, was it a cliffhanger? It wasn't a find out more, though. No, Yeah, you weren't. It, it was more it was a of a reveal. twist. Twist, that's a twist. That's yeah. what it was. Your favourite movie twist. Yeah. Favourite cliffhangers. Mm. Uh, even though I kind of knew who it was, the end of The Walking Dead, where you find out who was going to kill, Negan was going to kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, not, actually, that is a good one. Um, that, not, I that kind did, of knew because I read the comics. That did yeah. hang from one season to the next, or at the very least, was it mid-season? No, no. Oh, maybe, maybe mid-season. I think yeah. it was a mid-season But the break. thing was, I knew who it was in the comic, but I mm. thought, I wonder if they're going to change it for well, the TV yeah, show. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't read the comics, but I still don't put too much stock in them because you can change that shit whenever you want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, The West Wing actually has probably three of my favourites. Well, don't, um, don't tell me... The result, because I'm just started watching The West Wing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, let's just say the Should end of season it? one has a thing that happens that okay. picks up very well at the start of season two. Okay. And then the end of season two has another really sweet moment. This is less of a... The end of season two is an episode called Two Cathedrals, and it's probably the best hour of TV that's ever been made. It's a big call. Uh, it's an easy call to make, and you'll agree with me. Season seen two, it. episode one, was it? Season two, final episode of season two. Final episode of season two. It okay. is phenomenally good, and it is the culmination of everything that has happened in the West Wing up to the point of that. And Intrigued. it uses brothers in arms by Dire Straits mm-hmm. in a way that feels like that was the way the song was made for, but in a way that you never have seen before. It's one of those things that you watch it and go. Of course. How did no one do that before? Um, that's fucking perfect. And you will cry. Uh, I think I know it. I think you've mentioned it on the show before. And then the the, the other one, and this isn't spoiler, um, The I think it's the beginning of season four from memory, is uh, 20 Hours in America is another two-parter, which is really, really good. Where It's where Toby and Josh get lost. They get left behind on the campaign trail. And this the, there's a thing that does happen. So, like, when you're out on a campaign trail, particularly with the president, if the motorcade's leaving at 6, if you aren't in that car at 6, like, if you get there at 6.01, the motorcade's gone. 
and you don't matter. Like the president's yeah. in the car. That's all that matters. So this is what happens. Two guys get left behind. Two pretty important guys to the campaign, admittedly, but they, they're left behind. So they've got to make their way across America dealing with just common people. And they're kind of the two most... Is Rob Lowe one of them? No, no, no. It's... <laughs> it's um The dude from Billy Madison? Yes, the dude from Billy Madison. <laughs> completely fucking jo- blank Josh, on his name. Josh. On the show. Yeah, oh, Josh, Josh on there. the show yeah, yeah. and Toby. Yeah, okay. Uh, Richard Schiff and... Brad, Brad Whitford. Yeah. Um, so they're like the two ivory tower guys and they're just stuck going through America. Um, it's, a, it's a really great two-parter as well. Cool. Um, the cliffhanger we mentioned a couple of weeks ago was the, um, you won't care, but it was the one from Power Rangers. The the, the Green Ranger. When he takes, oh. he captures, locks Tommy. No, I liked Power Rangers. He locked Tommy don't in. Don't throw me down okay. with you, I don't, you, I don't know whether you liked him. I liked Power Rangers. But yeah, the, so Tommy was sort of like, not Tommy, uh, Jason was locked in like a den and he was getting bashed up and he didn't know whether he was going to survive and it was just it was awesome yeah <laughs> well that wraps up our review of Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2 hope you enjoyed it thanks to all the patrons for listening last week I hope you enjoyed listening to it last week this week they're going to be listening to our review of uh, Radioactive Man aren't they, they are watch out Radioactive Man so if you want to hear our review of Radioactive Man this is for non-patrons because this is for the, the common folk mm-hmm. <laughs> you can subscribe to us on Patreon for $5 plus to get access to the show a week early it's patreon.com slash four discount if you want access into the Facebook group that we've been mentioning over the last couple of weeks it's just $2 plus so Mitch any final words for the listeners the baby did it shh